Welcome to Building Your Best Career, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. All right. So today I want to talk a little bit about managing teams in a telework situation. The the last episode I talked about how we can be effective as the teleworker, but also being a supervisor or a leader can be challenging when your teams are working remotely. And especially right now, given that all that's going on, emotions are all a little wonky right now. And I think that it makes it particularly challenging as a supervisor to really get the most out of your teams and be a really effective leader. So I wanted to talk about a few things on that level today. So the first thing is if you have managed your teams remotely already, if you have folks that periodically telework or work from overseas or from distant offices, however your your teams are put together, then you already have a good handle on which employees are really good at self-motivating and staying organized and staying productive. And you also know which ones kind of need a little extra prodding. They need a little more micromanaging, not in a bad way, but just to kind of check in and make sure you help keep them on task, right? If you are working with folks now that have never teleworked before or are new to it, You may not have that feeling for how productive they are, what exactly it is that they need, okay? And even in the best of circumstances, that takes a little bit of time to kind of discern, to kind of flesh that out on what they need from you as a supervisor to make sure that they can be as productive as possible. So obviously now we've been home for about a week. You might have been home for a little bit longer. Maybe this is your first week home with uh, folks that are going to be working from home. The first thing you want to do is really just kind of observe and be attentive to your employees, check in regularly, and kind of give them so much rope, if you will, right? Kind of see how they're doing maybe for the first day. Check in, make sure that they have a clear list of activities that you want them to accomplish in a day. Perhaps you have a team check-in call at the beginning of each day just to make sure that everybody is on the same page, everybody has their marching orders, they know what they're supposed to be getting done. If you have a type of team where you really need to make sure that they're staying exactly on course, maybe you have deliverables that are due to clients or software releases, things like that, perhaps you do a check-in call at the end of the day too, just to make sure that everybody is, you know, starting where they need to and finishing up the day where they need to. Perhaps you just need to do that for the first couple of days. You may have a lot of self-starters that are really motivated and really good at keeping themselves going. Perhaps you have some kind of a mix, okay? Particular in this kind of situation where folks are home and there's so many other things going on, one of the things to be aware of, and I'm sure that this occurs to all of us, but everybody processes stress in different ways. Everybody handles things differently. You know, I've talked to some folks that are really stressed out about all that's going on with the virus and whatnot, and there are some people that are panicked. Other people that are just overwhelmingly sad. Some people that are just frozen with fear. Then there are other people that are just moving along as if it's just part of their daily business. Everybody processes differently 
And there's so much that goes into that, right? We're not going to spend the whole episode talking about that. That's a whole separate episode. But everybody processes things different. And the concept that I'm trying to come across with here is that it's going to affect how they work. It's going to affect how they interact with the team. It's going to affect how productive they are. Maybe they've got a house full of people and they are having a hard time trying a quiet having a hard time trying to find a quiet place. Maybe they just are distracted by everything that's going on. Maybe there's just too much noise in the house and they can't find a quiet place, right? So there's a lot of factors that are coming in here. And as a leader, it's important for us to be aware of those circumstances. It's important for us to take a few minutes and consider that that might be affecting our employees effectiveness and productivity and how well they're working and how well they're handling the job stress in addition to all the other stressors, okay? If you find that you've got someone that's coming to your morning check-in and their their personality is a little bit different, maybe they're really snarky, maybe they're really snippy, maybe they're really quiet, maybe reach out to them on the side separately one-on-one and just say, you know, hey, how are you doing? How is this all going for you? I know you don't typically work from home. Maybe you don't typically work from home with a house full of children or a spouse or whatever, right? Check in with them and see if there's something that they need to make sure that they stay on track. Obviously, you have your own job to do, right? You have a lot of stressors. You have all these other things going on. And that's kind of what raises us up as leaders and supervisors because we do have to take on that extra burden of taking care of others in our role. But it doesn't have to hinder you completely, right? The more productive your staff is during this time, the more productive you can be. And if you start off on the right foot with making sure that you're being attentive to whatever your staff needs to make sure they can be productive, then that will free you up so that you can be most productive as well, right? Not to mention that it really sets you apart as a leader that is taking care of their people, making sure that they are being successful in a particularly stressful time, okay? Those are the kind of leaders that really kind of rise to the top, because you are recognizing that this is a bit of a crisis. This is a bit of a stressful time. And those are probably huge understatements, right? But my purpose here is not to be adding to all of the the stress and drama. It's to try and help you find ways to be a good leader and helping your teams to stay grounded, to stay focused, to stay productive. Because In many instances, at the end of the day, we still have to get our job done. We still have to get a lot of work done. And when this is all over and we go back to the office, the last thing any of us wants is to have fallen behind such that we can't catch up or that it impacts our jobs negatively. We want to be able to pick up where we left off and continue excelling in whatever it is that we're doing as a leader, as an employee. However, that that relationship was... You want that to continue growing and building both during this time while everybody's working from home and then going back to the same thing when you're back in the office, okay? And I truly feel that if you show extraordinary leadership skills now, that can only strengthen both your your relationship with your staff, your relationship with your teams, your relationship with your leadership, right, when you get back to the office, So paying a little bit of extra attention to what your teams are needing right now, what your your employees are, and 
on some level, I think what you really can be doing to to kind of sort that out is each person on your team needs a little bit of extra TLC right now. Some people you're going to assess the, the, the problem and they're not going to need your TLC, right? They're just fine. They're moving along. They're going to be just fine. But then there's other folks that you may or may not realize are going to need a little extra time. Maybe they are not able to get as much work done because they've got a house full of kids and they're homeschooling as well as cooking and cleaning and managing a household. Now they're working all at the same time, right? So maybe they need somebody else to help them pick up the slack during this time. Maybe you need to reshuffle the workload across your team. Maybe there are some younger folks that have a great opportunity right now to kind of step up and take on a little bit more of the piece of the pie because they live alone and maybe they're bored and they just need extra work to keep them busy, but also an opportunity to really kind of help them shine at this time. They can help a a fellow teammate out that doesn't have as much time right? So really paying attention to the dynamics of your team and understanding what everybody is dealing with. Maybe have one-on-one calls with everybody and check in with them if you don't know what kind of situation they're in. Find out if they have a quiet workspace. Find out what type of situation they've got going on at home and if they're going to be able to balance their workload. And it's important because if, if they're being genuine and true, if you you know, you know that they have a house full of people, try not to penalize them for that, right? They, they can't help the situation they're in any more than you can help your situation or the other folks can. And see if you can't redistribute that work. Now, there are obviously some circumstances where people just need to get stuff done. And maybe we just need to be a little bit more flexible on timing. Again, maybe if they've got a house full of noisy kids, maybe they need to work in the evenings. Maybe they have a spouse that has to be online at a certain period of time. Talk to them a little bit about being flexible with their schedule. Find out what kind of compromise you can come up with to help you both be successful, to help you both manage to you know, get the most out of everybody at this time, right? Sometimes folks need a little extra motivation. Sometimes folks need a little extra oversight in these times. Like we mentioned in the beginning, not everybody is great working remotely. Not everybody is great at that self-starting and motivation and being productive when the TV's in the background with all of whatever's going on constantly all day long. Maybe the workspace is just a little too relaxed for them. Maybe there's just too many distractions, okay? Recognizing and again, checking in with these folks and making sure that they have a clear path of what it is they need to get done will be beneficial to the whole team. So if you have folks like that, maybe they don't have any family or or kids or anything home. They just are not really good at self-starting. Maybe that person needs a very strict checklist for the day. Maybe you need to have a check-in call with them in the morning and a check-in call with them in the afternoon to help keep them on task. Maybe it just needs to be for the first couple of days till they kind of find their stride. They've never worked from home. They've never really been responsible for keeping their own, their own time because they've gone from meeting to meeting to meeting and group activities at the office. So this is all new to them. Again, as leaders and supervisors, these are things that we need to be aware of and we need to be solving and problem solving and working through with our team to help them all be successful, which then in turn helps us to be successful, right? 
The more dialed in you can be to what's going on with your team, the more productive you can help them be. You obviously have your own work to do. And now we're piling on all of this kind of babysitting. And I say that not in a mean way, but you do have a little bit of babysitting here to be doing, right? On top of your regular day job. But the sooner you sort through that piece of it and get a better feel for the landscape and make sure that you are having everybody work in the best way possible, the sooner you can get back to your work. Nothing makes employees want to work harder for somebody than feeling understood, feeling appreciated, feeling valued. And as leaders and supervisors, for us to provide that sense of encouragement and support to our staff really is beneficial to the entire team, okay? Because if they're feeling that you are recognizing that they are struggling right now, that they have added challenges, that they have noise in the background, they've got all of these other things going on, and you are trying to help them make sure that they are successful in this this change of workplace, right? That is going to go a long way. It may not solve the problem. They may still have stress and they may melt down. I mean, you may be dealing with folks that are literally melting down right now with all that's going on because, again, everybody deals with this differently. And being there for somebody not just because it feels good to be there for somebody, but to be supportive, you you will get so much more out of that person by being supportive and helpful than being frustrated and short with them and condescending because they're not able to step up, right? So the better you can help your team to be effective and productive through all of this, the better you will all do. It's, you know, it's kind of like an organism and everybody's got to work together to make sure that things are, are going well, right? If you've got one person on your team that's dragging everybody down, it is worthwhile for you to find out why that's happening. It may just be because they are stuck binge watching Netflix all day and just can't get out of their own way. That may be a fact, right? There are going to be folks out there that telework is just not for them. No matter how much you lead them to it. Some people just don't work well that way. And there are many people out there that recognize that. And I've talked to folks, well, why don't you telework? No, I cannot telework. I can't do it. I know that I can't get out of bed in the morning. Unless I have to get up and go someplace, I cannot self-motivate. I have a very hard time. The TV goes on. Next thing you know, it's four hours, right? There are just folks out there that really struggle. The isolation of all of this is challenging to others as well. Think of how many folks on your team are very extroverted and quite frankly, even the introverts. To a certain extent, I think that human interaction is really tricky. Try to have some video conference meetings with your team. Try to have teleconference meetings with your team regularly. Try to shake things up, do some fun things. I've been on LinkedIn doing a work from home challenge the last few days and trying to just offer up some ideas on how you can shake things up a little bit to make things a little bit more fun, a little bit out of the ordinary. Have folks show up in a funny hat. It's March Madness right now, right? It's not happening, but have everybody show up to a, a conference call with their t-shirt for their favorite basketball team. Whatever works for your team, you know them better than anybody, 
right? You've been leading them. You've been managing them. You understand them. Try to recognize that if everybody's having a little bit of fun, they're going to be a little bit more dialed in, right? They're going to be a little bit more receptive to whatever's going on and making sure that you're still moving towards your goal. As leaders, these are great times for us to really rise to the occasion and shine. And being supportive and encouraging and helpful to our teams is a great way to do that. And selfishly, you will find that it really makes you feel good at the end of the day to have been supportive and helpful to somebody else. It really will because you can recognize that you made their day a little bit better. They were wandering off track with their work. They were feeling overwhelmed with everything. And you kind of brought them back. You gave them purpose. You gave them focus. And now at the end of their day, they can feel like they got something done, that it meant something. They, they showed up, they learned something new, or they learned how to be more organized or more productive, whatever it was, right? And you can sit back and smile a little bit because you helped do that. That's one of the great things about being a good leader is selfishly you get a little bit of a rush from it, from being helpful to others, from being supportive to others. The last thing I want to mention is obviously, as I said, I'm piling extra work on the leaders and the supervisors. I recognize that. Being responsible and trying to put on a happy face and be upbeat and positive and supportive, that is a little bit of extra work for us as leaders, right? And it is extra weight on our shoulders to be responsible for other people. And I mentioned that that comment earlier about feeling good at the end of the day because personally I feel like that's a good trade-off. Sometimes it can be overwhelming having to be the grown-up in the room and having to be the one to kind of push your feelings off to the side and hopefully whatever supervisor or leader you have is doing this for you and your leadership team, right? Because there's, there's always a bigger fish. So you've got a supervisor out there somewhere. Hopefully you are able to derive some of that support from your leadership. And if the buck stops with you, if you are the head of the company or the head of the team and there's no one above you, then hopefully you can find some kind of outlet for your stress and concern and overwhelm be it a friend or a family member or a mentor or a coach or someone that you can lean on for a little bit of extra support. Because at the end of the day, we all need someone even just to vent to or just to to say something positive to help keep us on track. I wish you all the best. Stay healthy out there and have a great day. All right. So thanks for listening to Building Your Best Career. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to buildingyourbestcareer.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or if you'd like to be a guest on an episode. And please go ahead and recommend me to your friends. Until next time, always remember to stand up and be confident. Stand by all that you do and say with integrity and stand out because after all, there's only one you.